Hi everyone, welcome to the first episode of Nested in NSUT, a podcast by the Alliance where we give voice to the stories of some of our most successful alumni. With us today is Ankur Solanki from NSIT batch of 2014. Ankur is a very successful entrepreneur. His startup Spitsub was chosen to be a part of the winter 2021 batch of Y Combinator. Based in Mountain View, California, Y Combinator is one of the most prestigious startup accelerator programs in the world. Hi Ankur, we are very glad to have you with us. Hi guys, uh, thank you for having me here and giving me this opportunity to connect with uh, all college grad students. It's good to have those memories back. Thank you, Kanal and Bani, for the opportunity. So we we'll be uh, talking a lot about like startups and uh, your startups, startups in general, uh, more further on. But like we'd like to begin with uh, where we are. Uh, in our phase of life, and where much of our audience would be. So, like, let's start with college. Um, when you enter college, there's a huge population that enters into engineering universities, and there's like a lot of different perspectives. Like, okay, I maybe I just like engineering. Maybe I've been sort of coerced into engineering. Or maybe I I just don't very care a lot. Like, yeah. what was your uh, sort of impression or perspective on entering sort of higher education? So back then, uh. Unlike most people, I wanted to be an engineer, and I got into American universities, also British universities, also. My goal was to, on the fun side, make something like a gun, and that's what I was passionate about. You know, the mechanics, making more towards the invention kind. You know, making more missiles and everything. But in India, I couldn't find too much courses, and I got a decent rank. And my parents were like, okay. You can get you got into this uh, NSIT is a good you know you know college it's under DU and maybe post graduation you can go outside and explore and at that time I was like pretty fine chill about it so yeah just take any course in NSIT and I was going with the life yeah so you as entering college you were quite interested in engineering itself but you sort of didn't end up pursuing that later on in life yeah because um, my passion was more towards the more hands on approach rather than theoretical knowledge i wanted to make guns or you know more different things that you know i can let's say you know something i can touch something i can say okay i made this today so it was more like that that was my mindset when i was going into engineering whether be it would have been in mechanical more towards the you know car parts or something i was more interested into that but then i got ic and it was all theoretical and it didn't interest me much so honestly mm-hmm. you know all my college life i was having fun, a lot of fun <laughs> hanging out with friends uh, playing basketball doing all other things yeah still for decent so when we talk about like college life and stuff it's like the most like sought after time of someone's life like everyone said ki your college life is going to be the best time of your life so like for you what was the most memorable time in nsit there, there are so many moments uh, i would say hosting events you know all these college festivals we brought it with maya uh, so we got a connect uh, my so i have like two brothers also who went to nsit to one to come to the batch and one to come to the batch and uh, he was i think the treasurer of the moksha event and we were coordinating bringing that product 
Japan. For those who are fun, then hosting some LAN events for gaming. Uh, then Enigmatter used to be a lot of fun. I remember like how, how we, you know, one of my friends hosted that. So all these kind of things were fun. So, um, maybe because of the government, maybe because of policies, maybe because of the economy, uh, there's a lot of talk about startups in general in college. So, uh, admin is sort of bringing up boot camps with private uh, people. There, there's a lot of interest from even my own classmates in sort of designing apps, sort of bringing up this sort of thing. Yeah. Was it the same uh, during your time? Was startups something that people talked about or sort of aspired to? During our time, we only knew about a few startups who made it big. It was more of a, the same race. People were trying to get into different kinds of jobs. Startup wasn't a thing. Plus, the college environment that I was in was more, everyone was fighting for jobs. So there was less innovation and creativity on bringing solution. And plus, we didn't have a lot of hands-on approach or mentorship to guide us how to actually approach the problem. One thing that I learned through my experience is how the biggest problem with us engineers is we want to make a great product, but we never think about whether the users want it or not. How a normal person would be able to use it or not. We end up making such a complicated product that at the end of the day, people don't know even, you know, like 70% of the features that you have developed. So there's a good book, great book called The Mom Test. I think uh, people who are trying to, you know, pursue this should read. It's a very small book. I think sixty-two pages, and it helps you ask the right questions to the users without having a bias. So another thing is, as founders, there's a, there's a big founders bias about the idea. So how people frame the question is, okay, if I give you discount, will you buy this? The person will always say yes. Because the question is, you are giving a discount over it. It's not about how good the product is. So asking the right question and framing it in the correct way, it's important. Discount is maybe a marketing strategy or something. But at the end of the day, you need to have a good business model, which people miss out. So we are talking about discount. Discount ka matlab during what? Market research. No, like... So in market research, it's important how you frame the question. So let's say I have this beer bottle. Let me frame a question. Let's say you want to sell me this beer bottle or you want to promote this. What will be your question as a owner who made this bottle? You are the owner of this brand. So uh, I will ask taste probably. That's the most important thing. Low uh, would buy a costly beer even if it tastes really good. Maybe after a taste, the second thing would probably be cost. Like, you will be willing. Uh, the way to ask questions is trying to understand the problems of the user. Like, what people are trying to do in the questions is sell the product. You need to ask the user the problems. Is it the price that matters? Is it the flavor that matters? People need to do a lot of market research. I think uh, Kunasha two weeks back said uh, there was an interview that he did uh, one year of research before starting trade. And he doesn't believe too much in you know doing massive pivots. So do your research first. Try to understand the market. 
and ask the right questions that's what ha to you allow the customers to sort of dictate what they value matlab matlab i i want the customers problem rather than forcing your ideas on them let's say you made a software it's an incredible software that helps people save time in making an app right but do you know who, who is your customer the people who are developing apps mm-hmm. you need to understand what their problem is is their problem saving time or is their problem easy coding access big library how easy it is to you know drop and figure out stuff understand their problem ask them don't force your solution on them after you what is their problem without ever telling them the solution and after they tell the problem and be like okay yeah i got the solution what do you think about that was really insightful uh, but i al- i also wanted to ask you more about the field like i told you that there's a culture of startups uh, in colleges and um, i wanted to know if that is also reflected in the field like kya uh, there are younger entrepreneurs or are there more startups coming up or has the field just sort of remained static over the years no no the field has definitely evolved with more funds coming in and you know the vcs who made investment like 10 years ago they have got massive exits so they want to invest again so it's a time for startups to grow and money is coming in so thinking about that and obviously the outlook has changed with i think two weeks back there were four uh, unicorns in india just within one week there was glow <laughs> and yeah so that's our uh, audience ke liye just sorry hamari audience ke liye briefly bata do like what is a unicorn Unicorn is a, a company with a valuation of more than a billion dollars. <laughs> so, with all these news coming in and all these people getting rich, like Kraid was one of them. <laughs> so, it is you know kind of excite uh, you know motivating the new generation that take risk. <laughs> take risk after doing research. Don't go blind. That's my advice. Take it. Yeah. and okay so if we move on to like your startup since that's also one of the major chunk of what we want to talk about uh but now someone making a startup or like starting a startup it still makes sense because like they've got funds they've got resources they've got uh, they've already got like this huge demographic which is like okay with startups and stuff but like back in your time it would still be a bit risky right so like to go for startups So why did you go for a startup instead of for like a job like the norm? So it there are kind of personal reasons as well. Like some people are very comfortable working for someone else, and some people are like, if I'm going to put that much effort, why not make something of that I want, something I'm passionate about. So it is about that. That means that I I advise people to work. do job that is something that i feel is missing in my life that you know structure understanding of what employees are going through because i all my life i've been in family business then i moved outside i had my company over there in spain then i moved back just before the lockdown and started to start up so so um you'd say ki employers or like wo log jo naye business start kare they should 
get experience so that they understand what their employees are even going through ki sort yeah, of get that model plus understanding the structure how a company operates so uh, one one of the challenges that i faced initially was how to be a good manager unless you and there are a lot of subtleties around it so how how to keep your employees happy how how you know, how to do a good compensation what is driving them how to lead them lead them don't be a boss so <laughs> that's a one crucial difference and yeah you should also give uh, you know your employees the freedom to do stuff experiments hear their thoughts one of the problem with corporates is the boss is always right kind of attitude yeah. so that can be wrong and you know everyone has good ideas everyone has bad ideas but it's mm-hmm. for you to hear them and you know try to filter out okay maybe this is a good idea that i can use for my startup makes sense so um acha i did wanted to ask you this bahut sare entrepreneurs ka ek like vision hota hai like there is something they want to actuate in the world and that's why they say ki ha main apne aap kaam kar is is there something like that for you as well for me it's a bit about making the world a better place but that's a small bit other bit is me being you know aspirational and confident in that i can make it i can make a million or billion dollar company and i know that i'll put in the hours so one thing about the difference between corporate job and startup is that your attitude towards it when you are working for yourself you are answerable to yourself did you put in the number of hours and hard work that was required corporate job mein the attitude is like theek hai ho gaya ho gaya i submitted my work i don't need to work hard right there are people who want to climb the ladders and say work more in terms of okay i want a promotion i'll put in extras but that is the wrong motive, motivation your motivation should be to learn more for me i one of the things i struggle is maintaining the startup world and also learning new to become a better leader and being a leader there is one one more thing like you should give your employees freedom to make decisions with respect to decisions that can be reversed you should not waste time on you know reversible decision you know there are small decisions that you should not waste your time as a founder for a reversible decision obviously give your time and thoughts involve on a server yeah right so uh, from our perspective it's like we haven't had a startup we don't really know what all actually goes into it but from someone who's had like hands on experience you have an idea you have your team and a lot obviously goes into making a startup but from your point of view what were some of the important things for a startup like for it to be successful most important thing is the founding team so you and your partner should have most confidence that everything is going Deliver, right they are going to do their part so you shouldn't interfere in their work and have the trust that they are going to do their part they have to be answerable to you that but you don't have to interfere or micromanage and mm. the right partner is the hardest thing because there might be a guy who is better let's say than your partner but he won't have the soft skills or the understanding part or the long term you know partnership factor that you see okay will this person stick with me for 5 years through ups and downs when the startup is going good when their personal situation is is not good then covid 
you know there's a lot of negativity and uh, you see a lot of family members going in and out of covid and hospital so you need a partner who is also very empathetic towards it yeah you like someone like who will stick with you that's important yeah. okay so we began our interview with this this is how we introduce you your company was selected for y combinators uh, winter yeah. 21 match so let's begin with a sort of short description like what is y combinator y combinator to a layman i would say is like harvard of startups you know it's the best place you can go in the world to just fine tune your idea a bit more like learn how the startup world works in a but much better way and everyone over there is a previous startup founder who has made it big or has failed so they help you avoid those million mistakes that other founders have made already mm-hmm. they have a lot of experience they have dealt with thousands of startups before you they know what other common pitfalls what you should avoid how they can help they because they are founders they understand your pain how much time time problems you have you want to release the next update you want to do this next but you don't have time and your personal life also suffers because of this so they understand the pain mm-hmm. point and they help you know they are very good mentors you know the best you can find out there in the world so the key thing uh, about my combinator is like the experience that it brings the yeah. expertise that it brings so yeah. they make you work 18 to 20 hours a day they will force you to deliver what goals we had for 6 months we had to they said like no, no this should be done by the end of the third month and like okay so then they push you that hard and then you push yourself they keep you motivated they help you they guide you so you are able to achieve those goals and the the best thing is it's not about you know finishing that 3 months program and completing 6 months work in 3 months it's about maintaining that pace and you know doing the double amount of work continuously that that's what you know makes a great company from a good company okay also how did uh, ycom like complement your formal education and like what were the differences so ycom it is uh, very different in terms of what it teaches and how the courses it's a very customized solution for for you kind of thing and there are one on one sessions every week with mentors and there there are a lot of general stuff also happening so but because i was a previous founder i knew most of the things but the key thing is uh, so being an engineer being an mba you get a lot of different kind of knowledge but the startup world is a different ball altogether they help you with that okay in uh, what way is it a different ball game so in an mba you will learn about doing consulting investment banking you will learn about marketing you know those kind of things but in startup you have to do everything right so you have to be the marketing guy you have to be the tech guy you have to be the strategist you have to be the operations guy you have to call customers you have to be the customer support executive so you need to do everything you need not be the best at everything but you should be flexible at doing everything and then they help you do all these things while in mba it's more theoretical you don't get hands on experience over here they will force you to call 1000 people and just can do customers what your hypothesis and it's always a grind like in jee ho yeah engineering ho like startup it's always a grind 
So, um, like, I'd like to move on to your plans for your future. So, currently, you're in Y Combinator. You have a successful startup. What are you looking at into the future? Are you looking to grow this? Are you like, uh, what do you expect, sort of, the next five years to the next five years? You know, for me and for the company, I have you know, two things. Uh, first thing is we want. I want to grow this company and help small and medium businesses out there in you know tier one tier two cities and even in metro cities giving you a rough idea of you know not deep diving into the idea and the strategy part hmm. uh, you know helping out small businesses maybe let's say a pharmacy or a dry cleaner or you can say a dermatologist dentist those kind of businesses hmm. and Okay, I can't you know, disclose more because it's more of an investor pitch. Uh, discussing more about myself, you know, also looking at more towards the VC and investment area. That is something that I'm interested in. So very long in the long run, after having you know making it big, I will definitely move into that industry. Maybe open my own VC. Um, I'll do some a lot of angel investments on the side, so that's something that I want to explore. Okay, and for your juniors, the ones who are just entering the industry have the bare minimum knowledge, or might just not have any clue at all. Do you have any advice for them? Like, how should they deal with this sector, or some specific knowledge which you would want them to have? So, uh, there's a need of reactive uh, engineers. If you are one, if you are good, just ping me on LinkedIn. I'd love to have you on board and have a interview schedule for all the third and fourth years. Go ahead. And so, and the thing is trying to look at the future and think about how the market is, uh, you know, growing and developing. So a lot of demand for AI and React Native engineers, or think about what how the future is going to be when i when i was young I, when i saw star wars and star trek movies mm -hmm. we used to see what we currently call ipad right so they envisioned it they knew this thing will be part of the future and if you look at today's sci-fi movies you will or black mirror you will kind of see what the future is going to be like one thing is and what i want people or these uh new graduates uh, who want to be startup founder is just think about five to ten years down the line what do you envision hmm. and try to work towards it hmm. so there, there are multiple routes one one way is like you create something very massively different that's more on the creative and a very new approach or different business model or you can have another way forward is you know a problem exists and you are just improving on it so a lot of big companies would have let's say a management tools problem or let's say you guys and in in college i don't think you have a college app right but when you actually uh actually uh, like a bunch of people from our college just made a college app so it's called okay. nsutx it's integrated with uh our ims system if you have that when you were it's pretty cool how that works so it's very popular even but yeah so just adding to that one brought it up is you one is the creative uh, route that you approach a problem with a very different angle and you try to solve problems that people thought weren't solved, solvable 
And another thing is building upon a solution that currently exists, but it, it is bad. You can improve it much better, let's say. So there are two things. One is incremental change. So let's say how your laptops improve, right? Simply small, small changes coming up every year. And then there's radical change, how the mobile market changed when the iPhone came in. Yeah. So just need to think about that, what you're more comfortable in. And for the incremental approach, you need experience. You need to know the problem. So let's say you are trying to improve a current software solution. Let's mm -hmm. AutoCAD. I think you must, guys must be using AutoCAD or let's say Microsoft Word mm -hmm. or Gmail, right? So Gmail, you think if you use a lot, there are a lot of problems, right? And then there's another startup called Superhuman who is improving the email experience, which is only for a very limited set of users because most of the people would use Gmail because it's free and it's it's not bad. <laughs> it's decent yeah. to Google, but it's not amazing. Or you make a new technology that replaces SMS and emails. So that's a radical approach. So uh, I think that's, uh, we're at the end of our session. That's all uh, that we wanted to talk about. So thanks a lot for joining us. I hope you found this entire thing worthwhile. We definitely found this worthwhile. It was very enjoyable. So uh, thank you, Ankur. Thank you, Giovanni. That's it for today, everyone. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Nested in NSEOD, a podcast by the Alliance. If you find yourself interested in this type of content, Check out the Alliance on social media. We are available on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Or else, check out our website at alliancenscod.com.